Face part two, adjusting your focus. One of the things that Jesus praised people for repeatedly throughout his ministry was faith. When they had faith, Jesus spoke up about the faith that they had just demonstrated. So faith is clearly very important. And Jesus brought it up many times, uh, repeatedly, in fact, throughout his ministry. And Jesus was actually attracted to people who demonstrated faith. And his inner circle, the disciples, uh, they were often on the receiving end of Jesus's correction when they didn't demonstrate faith. So Jesus directly connected people's faith with their ability to receive healing many times as well. So this makes faith extremely important. Jesus said, multiple times in the Gospels, your faith has made you well. And we need to be careful here and contrast that with, you know, today there's a term faith healing, there's psychic healing, there's spiritualist healing, there's these body and soul fair type things that go on where people can supposedly receive healing. And yes, the enemy can remove symptoms, usually symptoms he put there in the first place, but that's not the healing we're talking about. We're talking about divine healing. And most of the time that does require that person's faith. Other people can clearly pray for someone who's ill, who is not well enough to pray for themselves. If they're in a coma, if they're in a lot of pain, if they're in various conditions where they're weakened, other people can pray in faith for their healing. And God answers many, many times and miracles happen. So Jesus connected faith with people receiving healing. And we're contrasting that with this uh, faith healing term that gets banded about. And, you know, there's always been charlatans who've preyed on people's ignorance of what faith really is. And unfortunately, those people are remembered. And they're remembered more than a lot of the times the miracles that have happened are remembered. And what then happens is that the baby's thrown out with the bathwater. And that happens today. And that happens in Pentecostal churches where the Holy Spirit moves or should move in power and healing should be normal. People should be seeing that on a regular basis when they go, especially to 
a Pentecostal type church. But in fact, a lot of times the opposite happens and it's a rare occasion that someone actually witnesses a healing that is incredible and obvious because people have thrown out the truth along with clearly fakery and where there's been error. So we need to rightly divide God's word and the truth of it and not just throw everything out the window because there have been people who've either made a mistake um, and it's been an honest mistake. They've just maybe been um, not that experienced in reading God's words and, and understanding it. And then, you know, there's been people who have been charlatans but we don't throw healing out the window because of them jesus really stressed the importance of healing being based upon faith so we can't ignore it and we see that faith is how we as human beings move anything forward today regardless of whether we follow Jesus or not even if you take the um, a secular book say in leadership it'll have a section on the importance of the leader having vision and that's the ability to see where he wants to take the organization I studied that in psychology business psychology um, there's management consultants that make a lot of money doing that as a career. And they, they help people with leadership management skills. So a leader, whether it's in the church or whether it's in a, a corporate business that's secular, needs to have vision. That's very, very important. If they don't have vision, they don't know where they're going and they can go around in circles and end up really going nowhere and then everything falls apart. So a leader really has to have that ability to see in his mind's eye something that's not yet come to pass and arrange and do things so that that idea becomes a tangible reality, which is basically just their faith in action. So that happens in the secular world when people, a leader has vision. And in the first part of faith, we spoke about what faith is not, because many people just have a completely wrong idea about what faith is. I mean, some people think faith is some mystical force that only certain special, um, you know, true devotees can ever tap into. You know, something along the lines of like a Jedi Knight, you know, in Star Wars or something like that. No. I mean, people like that, I mean, they sit around and, and pray that God will give them more faith or unlock, you know, that magic door so that they'll suddenly have faith then their hope is 
whatever they are longing for will suddenly drop into their lap uh, because their newfound faith uh, conjured it up. But that's not what faith is, and that's not how faith works. And it's certainly not what Jesus wants us to do as his disciples. So it says in Hebrews 11 verse 1 that faith is actually a tangible thing. And this is like the classic verse in the Bible where it's defined. And it says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So the Greek word that's translated substance there means a confidence that's so sure, that has such a firm foundation that has actual existence. It means that you can actually see faith. And that explains why James says this when he was um, speaking to the church to be doers of the word and not just hearers only. In that passage in James 2 verse 18 where it says, But someone will say, You have faith and I have works. Show me your faith without your works and I will show you my faith by my works. So the point that James is trying to drive home there is that faith is an action word. It's what's evident when people go beyond simply, you know, just believing something into acting on that belief. And that's why it's so important to know the difference between faith and belief, which I spoke about in the first part. So faith is a doing word. Without action, all we've got is belief, not faith. And the amount of faith we have is determined by the amount of confidence we have in what we believe, combined with the type and the intensity of action we take as a result. So notice that something that doesn't factor into the faith equation results. And the reason why results aren't included in that equation is because the results are determined by what is believed. In other words, if, if what you believe is true, then the results you will see will be what you expect. If your belief or beliefs are not true, then you will not see the results you expect. And where most people fall down with that is <laughs> they want to see the results right, before they take any action. But it doesn't work that way. Nope, sorry, it doesn't. So we need to correct our focus. The key then is to adjust our focus. Instead of trying to conjure up some mystical force that we don't really understand, we should concentrate on adjusting our beliefs to align with truth. God's truth. That is why Bible study is so critical to our being able to see faith in action in our own lives. 
And the psalmist put it this way, Psalm 119, verse 160. The entirety of your word is truth, and every one of your righteous judgments endures forever. And notice it says the entirety of God's word is truth. Because there's potential danger in latching on to one verse. Because that verse can be pulled out of context. And it might not even mean what we're assuming it means at first. So it's really important to understand scripture in the light of everything else written in the Bible. That's very important. And that's a whole other big topic in itself. But... If we just say here that God's word never contradicts itself. So if we see something that appears contradictory, it just means we need to study a bit more to understand what's really been said. And unfortunately, that's an area where many people get tripped up in, especially when it comes to like flexing their faith. Um... For example, it can happen a lot where healing's concerned. And some people can get this sort of idea that, you know, it gets a, a bit sort of twisted that doing anything in the natural, like, you know, going to the, a doctor, although I can understand, you know, in the days we live in now, at the end of 2021, or taking medicine, you know, is sinful, though. That's the thing, sinful. Um, some people think that and, and well before, you know, everything that's going on now with COVID and all the rest of it, you know, in the past, before all this, some people think taking any form of medication um, that helps, that does not have side effects, is sinful. And so those people can refuse to, you know, seek medical treatment because they feel they should be able to see a healing manifest by faith, even though they don't have their beliefs closely aligned enough with scripture and with enough confidence to actually see that miracle happen. So, you know, there's going to be trouble there. Um... I'm not saying that people who are full of faith don't do that, but it's really about where your faith's at. According to your faith, be unto you. Um, if you are not there yet with your faith regarding taking medicine, seeing a doctor, you know, regarding something that is wrong in your body, and you're praying about it and you're believing God, and not everything is instant, you know, an instant healing, it's a miracle. But we are talking about if you're praying and you're not there yet and you've got a lot of pain and, you know, you go to a doctor. You do not leave it. If you have something like bleeding, you do not leave it while you are claiming God's healing. Um, you need to be in the place where you know that's where your level of faith is at. So be honest with yourself about what you believe and how your faith's at and act accordingly. And there's no shame in that. Because if you want to see more miracles in your life, 
just invest more time in studying the Bible because that's renewing your mind. And then you're lining your beliefs up with God's truth and it will help you to be more bold in your faith. And then over time, you will begin to see more of the miraculous in your life. But I'm afraid, you know, over the years, my experience is rarely are there shortcuts here. If you choose not to invest the time to change the way you think and believe so that it lines up with the entirety of God's word, rightly dividing God's word, then the results that you're going to see are going to be inconsistent at best and nothing at worst because God responds to our faith, not our begging, as I said in the first podcast. And I'll talk about as our faith grows, we can do things to help it grow as well as reading God's word. Um, when I was, uh, came into rather the baptism in the Holy Spirit at the beginning in the sort of early to mid, mid 80s, 1980s, and my faith just leapt and I could not read enough of God's word and I was believing for all sorts of miracles and many things happened that were incredible. And one of the things that I did that really built my faith up, along with reading God's word, was having a prayer diary, a journal, where I wrote down very specific requests from the Lord. I wrote down things like I needed a car. I wrote down the type of car, the colour of car, how many doors it had, the cost of the car. I mean, I wrote down things very, very specifically and I put a date on it when I had actually prayed that prayer. And then I went and got scriptures from God's word that I could stand on for that car. <laughs> and I did it with, I've done it with houses I've lived in over the years. Um, the exact, uh, you know, place I wanted to live, where it was, the neighbours, the, whether it had a garden, uh, how many rooms, the type of heating, very, very specific. And God answered specifically. And that really grows your faith. So if you don't do that already, I suggest you get a, a book and start writing your prayers down and dating them. And then when God answers them, which he will do as your faith builds, as you pray in faith, God will answer. And then you can put the date he answers and your faith will soar and you'll start to see more and more and more miracles. So I hope that blessed you and thank you for listening. <laughs>